Well, good day. I'm Mark Sylvester, your host for this 805 Conversation, where we talk to fascinating people you'll want to know better. This is your first time listening. Hey, thanks for coming. The 805 Conversation podcast is produced every other week, and show notes are found at 805connect.com. Please subscribe so you don't miss any of our shows. This show is sponsored by California Lutheran University School of Management and Tolman and Weicker Insurance Services. I want to thank them both for their support and encouragement. And thanks to our podcasting partner, Pullstring Press, for this great studio. And to Patrick, my co-host. Hey, Patrick. Hey, Mark. I like that new opening. You like that? Yeah. There you go. So, um, Patrick, um, we're going to do a special episode. I'm ready for the special episode. So, um, as you know, I'm all about TEDx Santa Barbara. You've mentioned it. And we have... um, we're now, you know, six, we're in post TEDx Santa Barbara mode. Because it happened. It happened, and it was fantastic. It was, uh, and so I thought I'd uh, tell you a little bit about it. Please. We, um, you know, it's a lot of work. It was uh, six months of work, probably 30, you know, core volunteers. Yeah. And the day of, there were 60 volunteers. Oh, my God, that's such a huge staff. It's amazing. Yeah. But the what we're, what we're trying to do is create this. Uh, we've been talking to so many designers lately, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about what was the user experience. And mm. um, we, we've had that conversation. How do you want people to feel when they use this product or service? And so we, Kimberly and I, my co-producer, mm-hmm. um, thought, how do we want people to feel during the day? And we extended that to how do we want the speaker to feel? Because mm. when they step onto the red circle, it's the talk of the life. There really is a difference between a speaker who feels like they are, you know, in the groove of, yes. of what they're saying versus um, feeling like they're overwhelmed by the by the, the where they're at. Where exactly. They're yeah. We um, we had a speaker mixer the night before because one of the things that's interesting is these people don't hang out in the same circles. Right, right. You're, you're bringing together people from all sorts of different places. And they're all amazing. They're yeah. all kind of at the top of their game. And it was at the same time as the Olympics. Oh, okay. Yeah. So in my mind, I had this, I love the Olympics. So yeah. I had this Olympic thing going on in my head that here you are at seven, eight, nine years old and you decide you like high jumping or you like running or whatever it is that thing it is you like to do. Do you think you would trust a seven-year-old with your future? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most of them just say they want to be, you know, firefighters or police officers. But or, it's yeah. they, you know, they watch the Olympics or something. They go, God, I want to, I want to pommel horse. And, yeah, and I'm going to do that. We're going to do gonna, that, I'm right? I'm going to spend the next t- 20 years. And they do that, the yeah. discipline that it takes. And then on that day of the race or the performance, it's yeah. now I only need to be 0.0001% better than the other person. One breath. Right? Yeah. One, exactly. One breath better. And I was telling the speakers, the speakers are all, oh, I'm giving this talk tomorrow, and they've been rehearsing, and Kimberly's <laughs> been working with them for hundreds of hours. And you and don't necessarily want to diffuse them. You don't no, want to no. relax them necessarily. No, no. Yeah. I, 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 very specifically, again, how do I want them to feel? Right. I wanted them to feel my certainty mm-hmm. in their ability to deliver the talk of their life. I was totally confident they're going to kill it. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I want you to give me that extra 1%. That's that extra, all you need to do. That extra. Because they go, what do I do? What do I do? It's just, first off, just let it all go. Let Just let it <laughs> all go. You've Leave rehearsed it. it. Right. I mean, I sat through, I don't know how many rehearsals and, mm. and thinking about is is the content right? Is the flow right? Is, does that work? 
Isn't that though why they why they turn out so good is because I, th- I think that there's a misconception that that um, that they don't you know it's like it's practicing so hard that it looks like there was no practice. Yes. And and I think that that they turn out so good because you guys having an editor you know is that is that that invisible mystery hand that steps in and yep. says nope slightly to your right nope slightly yep. to your left and the audience then gets the results yep. of of all of that invisible effort. That is, um, it's it truly the secret. I mean, that's Kimberly's gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says that uh, she loves the first conversation with someone because they, they come to the table with the notion that they have the idea oh, I got spreading. It. I got it. This and, is it. And then she says, that's your first draft. Yeah. Or she'll say, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or, you know, that's been addressed 50 times. Right. right? You can go on to TED.com and, and search for that. Keyword. And it's like, oh no, there's yeah. a playlist for that. Yeah. So how what, what how does your life experience give you permission to talk about that? The the I always say when when talking to art students, the national anthem uh, is played, you know, almost continuously in this country, you know, at different events. Uh, but you remember how Jimi Hendrix did it. Mm. And so the thing is, mm. is it's it, just because I, he, I like that. Yeah, just because he did it that way doesn't mean it can't be done again. In fact, you know, proven contrary. Like, you know, he he played the national anthem on his electric guitar, changed the way that we thought of the national anthem, uh, and it was marvelous. And it does not mean that that nobody else should ever pick up a guitar and try to play the national anthem. It just means you're going to have to work to create your point of view on exactly. it. Exactly. And, yeah. and it is point of view, right? Yeah. So yeah. we had uh, so we had 17 speakers. Yes. They all nailed it. <laughs> it no, was no duds in the bunch, huh? Well, you know what happens is is you, they come out there and as much as they've heard, it, they just they go blank. And so yeah. Kimberly actually teaches tricks mm, on mm-hmm. when you when you to your point where I've memorized it, now I have to give it as if I'm right talking for the very first time. This is and like stand-up comedians do this, right? Very much. Right, very, like you, very much. You only until you see the third set do you realize, "Oh, that thing he just like, you know, on the right. way to the on the way to the the show tonight, I bumped into a turns out every night on the way to the show. Gladwell did that to me. Oh, did he? At the Arlington. Yeah. Oh, he sucked me in. Oh, Malcolm Gladwell. As yeah. I was drive as I was driving up here, yeah. you know, I was thinking about this uh, Civil War thing and these two general and I was like, "Oh my god, you've got me right now." I said, yeah, "I want to yeah. hear more." The other piece about that that um, I think it's unique to the way Kimberly teaches yeah. is there's a core idea mm-hmm. that's wrapped in a story mm. but covered in uh, a thin I don't yeah. think of my M&M analogy I was going to say you're making that, a scotch egg there with a hard-boiled egg wrapped exactly, in bacon and exactly. sausage but that the thin outside is the presentation ah, okay. so it's not just standing there in the Ted pose because sure. we rail against that oh. it's th- there's how do we where's the physicality. Mm-hmm. How do I, with um, uh, Tim Bauer, who's been on this show, Tiny mm-hmm. Tim, yeah. he, he was on the TED stage. And um, when he's telling his baseball story, I'm on the mound with him. Right. You right. know, you feel, yeah, I can they take see. You there. Yeah. 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 And that is, I think it's something that everyone was uncomfortable with. with like each speaker. The, each speaker. Yeah. Like, how do you get me to be where you were, yeah. and I think they all delivered at different levels of sure, that. Sure. Um, so part of what's great about the TEDx experience is that you didn't have to, it's great if you were there in the room, but you didn't have to be because we actually, all of us have to record the talks mm. 
and then post them. Right. So now people can go to TEDxSantaBarbara.com and they can watch those talks. What they, um, what's interesting though is they, uh, here's another nuance on the day of, is we had four sessions. Mm -hmm. And so we looked at the narrative arc of each session so that there was, again, back to how do people feel. Right. Right? So it's how, how, who was the opening, who was the closing, and then fill in the meaty middle. Yeah. Where were the palate cleansers when you had something that was I'm ch I'm chuckling because the level of design work that you're doing in this, right? Like the, the level of, again, back to this invisible hand of the editor, like uh, the person who's experiencing this in the audience and this, 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 this feeling of like, wow, well, those four really lined up nice. Like those four really went, you know, went together in a really satisfying, meaningful way. The same way, like when we have a podcast on this show and just serendipitously, we arrive at Joseph, Cam Joseph Campbell two shows in a row. Right. Like we don't, we're not triggering that. Right. But, but we are, you know, through, through some amount of conversation is, is, is activating those, those, you know, those moments where people are like, oh, you know, the hero's journey. Right, exactly. Because it does get back to storytelling, which right. is what we're doing. There's, yeah. you know, there's this heavy idea about, <laughs> you know, emotional awareness yeah. or, it's, yeah. or whatever bullying or the various things we talk about. How do about. you make bullying into, you know, a 16, 17 minute conversation? By a 16 year old. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fantastic. Right. Who, who opened the show and yeah. just just like, again, that's the thing we're thinking about. How yeah, do we do a tone yeah. setter right off the bat to oh, say wow. yeah. today's going to be different Yeah, and, you know, lock in and, and well, without, But without, you know, holding you down, you know, without like, you know, chilling out the room and, and, and everybody's like, oh, right. oh, you know, oh, this one's going to be about, you know, mothers who die young. Oh, gosh, that's that's going to be, be a dark day. <laughs> like, I got to be here all day for this. Right. Like, but instead, but instead, finding the light in that, you yeah, know, finding yeah. The, the ability to to uh, to bring the audience up onto the mound. Exactly. And yeah. then and, and you want to end that talk with some call to action, yeah. whether it's a change in your belief or it's to go do this thing. And that was definitely something you guys had to, to kind of like uh, spur them to, to create inside of their talks. I, it is. It's, um, it's not enough to state that thing that you want to, like, what's that idea? Yeah. And then, you know, w w make me care. No, no, no. Isn't that, it just good right? enough that I just say this beautiful idea? Is not enough? We don't think so. Right. You know, I, I think that the part of the magic of TEDx is it does get us thinking. And even if it starts a conversation, which in many cases it did. Yeah. So the other piece about the day of that I like so much is the um, the breaks between the talks. So we, mm -hmm. we give a good amount of time, about an hour and 15 minutes, right, where... Um, you, you come out and you're all, we, we, we very purposely have the talk just before the break be something that's going to uh, have energetically be mm. very high. Mm -hmm. And that you then go into the break. And we did something different in the break um, instead of sugary snacks. Oh, yeah. We had, um, we called it the taste of TEDx. Okay. And we invited artisanal food crafters sure. to come in and show their wares and have a uh, an avenue to like there's a story around food right yeah, right and so you got to talk to these people who made the you didn't you just know, go down to costco and get a, a two rounds of cookies we and wanted just, to and like a box of coffee and a token tray of vegetables yeah right right, right. they just wilts they just no. sits there wilting <laughs> yes yeah, like, oh please eat the yeah. vegetables yeah but doing that gave every it kept the buzz high yeah. and then when you got them back into the room 
Um, they were ready. And then the other piece we did, you know, TED stands for Technology, Entertainment, and Design. Yeah. And very often the E gets neglected. Mm. So we brought, um, we had music nice. come in. And then we actually invited the musicians later in the day to come on stage and talk about their motivation and what, where, where music fits in their life. Those were fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it was, we had a, an acapella group called Airplay. Mm -hmm. It was, they were spectacular. Yeah. And what was interesting was, um, the other part I love about it is much planning is design <laughs> right. and thinking, right, right. and this is how it's gonna, yeah, we're totally literally control. down to the minute. I mean, yeah. it's, it's everybody, we know what's gonna happen. Right. You know, it was on the day of, uh, we get a note up into the booth, uh, the way the last guy is going to leave the audience is going to be unfair to them oh emotionally. Okay. Who, who sends that note? Did Kimberly send that note to you? Um, it was actually our story coach. Oh, okay. And story coach said, I've been thinking about this since dress rehearsal. Yeah. We can't leave them. Get the acapella group to come back out and bookend this thing. There you go. Yeah. And we're like, Okay, so so what it, what that starts a flurry of a is this a good idea? Is Mark going to green light it? Sure. Then okay, now okay, where are the acapella people? Because they're <laughs> they're gone and done. Go find them. <laughs> they're off eating artisanal crafted food. Exactly. Yeah. And then find uh, get the microphones. Get sure. all that to, to, sure. to, to all and that you've not stuff. Done lighting cues. You've no, not nothing. Done staging. None no. of that. You're going to do no. it on the fly. Yep. Yeah. Why not? Why not just have just throw the just like hey you know what this hasn't been hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's precariously balance the the moment wherever but the climax of everybody yes. leaving this hall. Yes. Let's just you know what? Let's just throw that to the wind and see how it turns out. Exactly. How to turn out? So good. Yeah. As we were we um, went to the Impact Hub. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a simulcast there, and then sure. we had our after party there. Kimberly and I were walking from it's several hundred yards away, yeah. and she says, uh, "What was your favorite part?" Yeah. What was your favorite part? I mean, there was so much. And I said, and this is going to, our listener to the show knows, I love improv. Right. I loved how we were able to integrate that piece. I just told you it wasn't in the script, right. but it was a yes and moment. Right. So much so that you could do that. And there were several little things like that. Well, what do you always say? Preparation? Yeah, just preparation. Prepare, don't plan. Right. And right. That, that's what you had there. You knew you had microphones. You knew you had a sound crew. You knew yeah. you had, you had, uh, you know, kind of positioned yourself with the right toolbox. Right. To, right. So that, so that when somebody said, hey, there's a leak, you went, oh, no big deal. Let me just, here we go, fix as, it. As it was, there was a leak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a leak in the air conditioner. And, oh, was there? And then, <laughs> those things you, you roll. You can't ever predict. No, no. Right. We, um. We had a, uh, a we had an illustrator we mm -hmm. invited to the show uh, to uh, illustrate the talks in real time, and here's another example of okay she shows up, she's used to being almost um, stage right where the uh, sign language sure, person would sure, be, right. drawing the talk and yeah. and like I a said, court reporter's drawer yeah, exactly, yeah. and I thought that would be very distracting to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But she needed to get the vibe of what was going on because she's getting, uh, it's more, is as much the emotional undercurrent sure. and the. How big's the document she's working on? Oh, two foot by three foot. Okay. Big poster so, size. Yeah, that's you know, it's a good size, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Right. Okay. I put her on the catwalk. There you go. 
up in the back mm-hmm. and we put a light on her sure. so that the camera could cut to her oh, wow. during the talk. That's which neat. was And it was, again, that was the part of how are you going to make people feel? How does the audience feel? How do, how do I feel? Right. Uh, how do the speakers feel? But when it all comes together, um, even now, uh, talking to people every day, they've got that was like one of the best events I've ever been to. Mark, how was it for you as as the director of this event? Because I mean, you you obviously put a lot of your you know emotion, time, and effort, and, and your thoughts to it. Um, but I mean, your 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 wife, your partner, your you know your collaborator, um, you know was was a huge part of it. Every friend you had around you was a yeah. part of it. Every you know the the your improv group, your you know all of the different people in your life. Um, definitely were part of this what what do you think your drive to put this into the world was because it's not a normal behavior what you did you know it's yeah it's not um one it was it's the purest form of community service i can imagine right uh i feel like i'm part of something much much larger than myself uh, it's something I've got the skill set to be able to do, and yeah. it's like something I I have to do. Right. If you know how to do it, you shouldn't restrict that from your community. No. You should put it out there. And and now, as it turned out, I invited a couple of local TEDx organizers to shadow me that nice. day. Nice. Um, I, but I. Because I was uh, being as present as possible. Because my improv training throughout all of this, almost everything was an opportunity to lead hmm. and to experience what is that like to be a leader and how can I help that person I'm talking with, not just tell them what to do, but how to be a leader. Yeah, yeah. And I don't get that, um, I don't get to do that all the time. So getting a chance to have a team and be in a part of a community and we're doing something big, it's making a difference. I mean, we're, we're taking important ideas and we're launching them out into the universe. Who doesn't want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> that is a good reason. Hey, so how do how do people look at this? Is me doing the, my my due diligence here. How do people locate these talks? Like, how do we literally? How do they go find them to watch them? Uh, now that the event's over. So the easiest way is go to TEDxSantaBarbara.com. And if uh, they have not heard of this before, sign up to the newsletter because mm-hmm. I'm publishing uh, local events. We've got TEDx Cal Poly coming up, TEDx Camarillo coming up. We're we're working very hard to build a collaborative within the region. So there's a little bit of TED all the time. Nice, nice. And I want to um, also then thank California Lutheran University School of Management and Tolman and Weicker Insurance Services and our podcasting partner, Polstring Press, for this great place to have these fascinating conversations. If you're interested in partnering with our podcast, send us a note to partner at 805connect.com. And Patrick, how could someone help us with this specific episode? Oh, you know, I mean, send it out. If you're if you're into TED or if you're a, a TEDster or a friend of a TEDster, um, you know, th- throw this one out there and let them know that uh, we've got plenty of others in the can that are worth them listening to as well. I love that. If you have ideas, actually, if you've got an idea for someone should be on the TEDx stage, get on the newsletter, drop us a note. That's how we want to hear about it. If you have an idea for an 805 conversation, send me a note to mark at 805connect.com. So until next time, this is Mark Sylvester, your host for 805 Conversations.